This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Go 24-7 podcast. My name is Bryce Kuhn alongside Glenn West. And Glenn, uh, for you, this is what, the second time in five years that you've gotten to wake up on a Sunday in December and say, man, LSU's got a Heisman Trophy winner. I know you weren't with 24-7 at the time, but it's got to be feel pretty good to know that uh, this is, you're, you know, you're not even 30 yet and you've covered two Heisman Trophy winners. Yeah, I mean, look, you go back to you know early 2000s, mid-2000s, early 2010s, mid-2010s. You know, the stigma around LSU was that they always had everything but the quarterback. You know, they had great defenses for so long. They had so many great receivers and running backs and uh, offensive linemen come through here over the years. And they just they never had the consistency at the quarterback position. So to bring in not one but two quarterbacks over the last five years that have given you uh, both, you know, two very good two-year runs. I mean, look, you had a great two-year run under Joe Burrow, even that first year where they went 10-3. and three. I think that was a – a sign that the program was on the rise for, for, for the next couple of years. And then uh, obviously with what Jaden did last year and uh, now with, well, the, with what he's done this year, uh, you've, you're, you're, you've created a trend here, I think. And, you know, we'll dive into more of that and how it can affect LSU's future in the, in the, you know, in this pod. But uh, yeah, very, very exciting, obviously for not only for Daniels and his family, but for LSU, for Brian Kelly and, uh, all those guys being front and center yesterday, uh, you know, basking in that moment uh, was was pretty cool to see. Really, really cool to see indeed. And hey, if you're just joining us, uh, we appreciate you over on the YouTube channel, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you might be listening or watching today. Give us a follow, a like, subscribe there. Glenn, we kind of start this off, though, kind of I wanted to do a little self-reflection. You know, the staff does self-reflection in the year. I said, hey, we should also do some self-reflection on Jaden Daniels Heisman season. Man, there were some multiple moments where I think you and I sat next to each other pretty much the entire season where we were both like, whoa, like uh, you, you could hear the audible gasp. Uh, when you look back at this year, what are some of the moments that you think uh, you're going to cherish about watching this young man play and just some of the uh, the memorable plays? And, and, and w- at what point did you feel like, hey, this guy's got a legitimate shot to go win the Heisman Trophy? 
Yeah, I, I would I would probably say to answer your second question first, um, I, I would say probably after the Florida game where he goes for over over 350 yards passing, over 200 yards rushing, first player in FBS history to ever do that. I mean, you and I were in stands, are were in the press box watching that whole game, and uh, yeah, that was just a very uh, that that was a special game. I mean, you could see the talent there, uh, and at every aspect of his game come shine through in, in that win mm-hmm. over Florida uh, really dominated that game from start to finish. And uh, obviously with the 85 yard touchdown run, the 50 yard touchdown run, some of the touch passes that he made to Brian Thomas and Malik neighbors were uh, just exquisite ball placement. And um, you know, you, you just, you, you saw kind of what the culmination of an entire year's worth of work uh, had done uh, for him. And so, uh, but yeah, I mean, look, you, you could see the groundwork really from the start of the season. I mean, you know, he had a great first half against Florida state, not a great second half against Florida state, but nobody did. Um, and, and really from there was pretty flawless. I think in terms of just his consistency from week to week, um, LSU did, uh, so many great things offensively this year. And obviously Jaden was right at the center of all that stuff. And, uh, you know, had a chance to talk even before, uh, the Heisman ceremony on Saturday spoke with Joe Sloan a little bit uh, about Jaden and his development on the field, spoke with uh, Sherman Wilson, who's uh, one of LSU's big recruiting staff, uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, kind of young up and comers in the, in that department and uh, has done a really fantastic job of building a relationship with Jaden. And uh, you know, they, th- those two guys, Sloan and Wilson, uh, you know, they, they, they've, they've developed, you know, they, they've been kind of really at the center, I think, of Jaden's development really since the end of the 2022 season. Uh, remember Sherman told me that literally three days after that Jaden decided he was going to come back to school and, 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 and play another year, they were already starting these 5 a.m. film study sessions. They were yeah. in the, they were in the building at 5 a.m. and looking at film, looking at how they could, uh, you know, sketch out a plan for him that exceeded what the coaching staff uh, gave him even. I mean, even Joe Sloan um, told me that they, they, they gave him a, a pretty detailed plan, him and Kelly and Coach Denbrock uh, gave him a pretty detailed outline of how he was going to have to improve over the next year. Um, and then, you know, Jade, give credit to where, where credit's due. Jaden went in and he went straight to work and did a fantastic, fantastic job uh, of, 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 you know, first developing, I think, some consistency with his underneath passes, his intermediate and short routes, and making sure those were all crisp and uh, obviously getting with his receivers uh, back in the early winter days and spring uh, of 2023. They, they did a fantastic job of just uh, all being available to him whenever he asked. And, and that was that's something that Jaden's talked about really even before the season is how much they kind of spent uh, trying to build that camaraderie and chemistry together between the receivers and, and, and the quarterbacks. So um, you know, that, that, I think that's kind of where the foundation was, was, was first laid. And then I think you kind of saw it in the spring. Uh, you, you saw him take a few more chances. You saw, saw him start to get, I think a little bit more comfortable with his receivers, a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. with what, uh, the, the program was asking of him and then really just dialed up like 10 notches over the summer yeah. and certainly into the fall. I mean, they, those guys really hit the ground hard uh, after spring ball. And um, you know, it's that, it's that kind of preparation and work ethic and just constant, uh, you know, sticking to your plan, building consistencies and daily habits that Kelly has talked about really since he got here. Uh, it, it really paid off for, for Jaden. Um, and you saw that, 
with his connection with guys like Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas and, and you know, Kyron Lacey, maybe to a lesser degree, but also, you know, he was also a big part of, of what they did uh, in the passing game. So, um, yeah, I mean, and, and that, that that's kind of where it all started. And, and I, I think that they were just able to build that chemistry out from there. And um, it bled in, obviously, to the regular season. They had some really great moments as a team. The Missouri win certainly sticks out. Uh, and and Jaden kind of going out with some bruised ribs and uh, having to fight through it in the fourth quarter with a couple of those touchdown drives. Uh, that's another moment that I think you could certainly look at this year and say, man, that was – that was pretty special. That was definitely a Heisman-worthy moment that he had. Um, you know, the, the Ole Miss game, despite its flaws on the defensive side of the ball, Daniels and the offense were exquisite in that game as well. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, there's just so many really solid moments that I think you could point to. But um, I, I do think that the Florida game is kind of where the the the, the, the it, it flipped not only for, I think, guys like me and for you, but certainly for the coaching staff, for Brian Kelly, for LSU. I mean, they had been planning uh, kind of this Heisman campaign for him uh, going into that bye week ahead of the Bama game. But really that Florida game, I think, kind of turned it up a notch and uh, kind of was able to push forward over the next couple of weeks to, to really get him there. And uh, obviously he delivered in a really big way on the field. Yeah, I think, you know, when you go back and look, you and I were in the building in Orlando back in September, and, you know, nobody was really good in that game. That's something we can all kind of say. And then, you know, for him to be able to kind of turn it up a notch, because I think it speaks a lot to the resolve that he had. I mean, look, you put all in on that work, like you mentioned, in the offseason. In game one, it doesn't go your way. And it really would have been easy, I think, for a lot of people across the country to abandon the things that he had worked on say, okay, let's get back to being comfortable. And I think that's honestly, if we're being real on our board, on social media, I think a lot of the fans expected that does Jaden revert back to the 2022 version that had some mistakes and, and was maybe a little more passive. Uh, instead, I think in Brian Kelly's mentioned this, you know, the decisiveness like sharpened, that was crazy to, to watch him do that during the season. You know, even some of the, the throws that he was making, you go back to the old Miss game. I believe it was Brian Thomas in the corner of the end zone early in that game. And you and I looked and we we're like, okay, this is about to be like, you know, one of those games where he's going to have to take over. And obviously uh, he, if it's not for him, that game's not even close uh, with the way that the defense just kind of let him down. So you look at that. I do agree with you. Uh, it's kind of crazy, Glenn. And like in, in back-to-back seasons with Jaden Daniels at the helm, the Florida game has been a big mile marker in the season. Uh, the Florida game, them going down to Gainesville last year, winning that football game, kind of kickstarted them back to get into the running of what they wanted to be able to accomplish. And then, you know, they go to Ole Miss the next week. And then for this season, it kicks off the Heisman campaign. Like, I, I think if you talk with some folks, um, and I, I, mean, I was, you know, joking back and forth at the A&M game with uh, Cody Warsom does a great job. LSU Gold, if you haven't checked it out already, you got to check out the the docuseries they did. Fantastic work. Um, and, and he was like, yeah, we we planned this stuff, but he goes, this Florida game kind of uh, accelerated the timeline of when we wanted to put it out because you kind of had to start the marketing and everything there early on. So, you know, you go back at different moments. I think it's the 85-yard touchdown run for me. I mean, that was one against Florida specifically where everyone in the building was like, holy cow, like this kid – He's doing it himself. A Florida team that really wasn't great this season. Uh, you knew LSU was going to have to score, and Daniels literally it felt like won that game for them with his play. Uh, we could probably say that for all nine wins. I think, Glenn, it's kind of scary to think about. And as we you know get into the bowl game, uh, done with the regular season officially, like 
do you have an idea of what this team would have looked like without Jaden Daniels at the helm? Does it scare you to think about what the record would be when you look at close games against Missouri uh, that probably would have gone the other way? And that's no knock against Garrett Nussmeyer. I think it's just more of a praise of what Daniels was able to do this season. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't think they get to nine wins. Certainly, I don't think they have anywhere close to the kind of um, you know season they had offensively in terms of leading the country and total offense and um, you know just just the consistency that they showed week in week out. I, Dan, Daniels, I think, bought you. I, I'd have to go back and really look at it, but I, I would say he bought you at least three or four wins this year. I mean, and that's that's. And just about what every you know Heisman quarterback will do for you if, if you do yeah. you know if you really kind of look back and peel back a team and 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 look at the consistency that they have um, a Heisman Trophy kind of guy will will get you an extra couple wins where maybe you don't think you're playing your best. I mean certainly the the Florida game is one that I think you know look Florida still put up 35 points. I mean they they yeah. were they were um you know they were in it for a little bit there and Aiden just said no no thanks we're we're going to we're going to run away with it for, for from you guys but uh and then you know obviously the 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 Missouri game I don't know that you win the Missouri game without Jaden and, and certainly his fourth quarter heroics there um you know Ole Miss you know you, you lost that game but you're not even in that game you know yeah. it's, it's 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 blowout city if you're if with, without Daniels in that game and you don't really have a chance in the fourth quarter and I think you can make that argument certainly for the Alabama game as well um so you yeah. know there's there there's even the games that LSU lost you could see the impact that Daniels was having on on the team and on the roster um you know Arkansas Arkansas is another one 34 yeah. 31 win over Arkansas you only win by that one by three points and uh, Daniels had a really nice day kind of trying to match J- KJ Jefferson blow for blow uh, in that one as well. So, yeah, I mean, look, there's there's always going to be some games in there that, uh, you know, especially when you lose three uh, in the regular season that you wish you could have had back. But you know, I, there's there's certainly no argument uh, that you can make that uh, LSU would be a better team uh, w- without Daniels or uh, even close to the team that they were this year without Daniels. He was uh, he was really, really special this year. And um, I think it, you know, we'll, we'll get into this now a little bit, but I, I think it sets a trend here going forward for how you can view the quarterback position at, at LSU. It, it's, 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 uh, it was definitely a really great moment last night. I think in terms of changing the tide and uh, in that respect. Man, perfect segue as we talk about what the Heisman means for the future here at LSU. Look, it's no secret that Brian Kelly has talked about this. A lot of people have had conversations. When you talk about what it means for the future, obviously a lot of people's minds go to what Bryce Underwood could bring on the recruiting trail. But not only that, especially with what Garrett Nussmeyer could potentially bring next year. Uh, man, you mentioned it, Glenn. You know, you've been a part of the LSU uh, coverage for for a while now. Me being an SEC guy is, is always watched LSU from afar. You mentioned as we started the show off, LSU has been a place that's had the skill position, has had the elite defenders. They haven't had the quarterback. Man, if, now is that starting to, to buck that trend? Really, uh, you know, I saw some tweets last night. Is is LSU you know transfer quarterback? You like is that where you go if you're a transfer quarterback? The next step is the homegrown talent, and you got a guy in Nussmeyer next year, potentially Bryce Underwood, if you can bring him in. I think that's the next step in the evolution of the quarterback on this roster, but I think it's safe to say that over the past decade, this has been a place where if you want to go play quarterback at a high-level you know, university and you want to win a Heisman, you want to be drafted high, which we all assume Jane Daniels can, can be you know, a first-round talent at the very least, 
I think that you have to sit here and say, you know, it's no longer the Ohio States, the Georgias, the, you know, USC's the world. LSU's firmly in the mix as a place where you can go play quarterback and you can go make a lot of money on Sundays. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go as far as decade back. I would go half decade for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, just because a, a decade ago, you it was right in the middle of some of the issues that they had. Um, but yeah, I would say, yeah, that was, um, you know, that it, it's, it's exactly what LSU needs in terms of just building that kind of messaging out to quarterbacks of the future, quarterbacks that you're recruiting out of high school, quarterbacks that are in the transfer portal right now. I mean, we've seen LSU tied to a couple of different ones uh, here in the early going of the portal. Um, we'll see if they if they kind of make a connection there and, and bring somebody else in to compete with Nuss and uh, certainly with what Ricky Collins and Colin Hurley will give you next year. But one of the big things I took away really from the last week, and you know, we we, we talked about it a little bit with Sherman uh, last week, and and certainly some with uh, you know Jaden over the last couple of days as well that he's talked about. Um, you know, one of the things he he said before his Heisman uh, ceremony was. He wanted to leave LSU in a better place than he found it. And that was mm-hmm. something that was, you know, I know that's kind of a cliche saying that a lot of these really great players uh, wind up you know, kind of saying over the years. But um, I think there's no doubt that he did that. And one of the yeah. ways that he's gone about making sure that he has a really strong legacy and a foundation here. Uh, apparently he's been a really great mentor for, for a guy like Ricky Collins. And, and yeah. you mentioned kind of the development piece uh, the, the ingrown in, in the uh, the homegrown development angle to all this, uh, I think you nailed it on the head. There it was one of the points that I made in that that piece that we wrote this morning. You know they they've proven now that they can go in and they can trans they can take a transfer quarterback and that they can make him you know a Heisman candidate, a first round draft pick, a you know a future icon in the program. They've done that twice now, and I think that's uh, you know that that'll certainly help LSU when it's out on the road and it needs to find a transfer portal quarterback, whether that's this year, whether it's next year, whether it's just whatever in the future. But you mentioned it like they have to make they have to be able to take some of this homegrown talent is these guys that they bring bring in as high school recruits uh, and develop them and make sure that they're ready to take, uh, you know, take the mantle as the next quarterback for the program as well. I mean, I, you can. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If. Ready PG. It only takes two minutes of sheer horror. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. We were dealing with a serial killer preying on elderly women. A cold-blooded killer hidden in plain sight. He's suffocating people with the pillows. Leaving corpses all over Texas. How did it happen? I was responsible for her. The guilt is immeasurable. They covered it up. Pillowcase Murders, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. It really goes back to what Brian Kelly has said. He doesn't want to have to build through the transfer portal, and the best way you can mm-hmm. do that is to recruit guys at a very high level and then develop them over a couple-year period. Um, and so you've seen that 
you know, with, with Nuss the last three years, he's been very patient and sticking around. And, you know, I, I would imagine he'll be given every opportunity to win the quarterback job next year. Um, and, and whether they bring in some extra competition for him, we'll, fi- we'll find that out soon. But even for a guy like Ricky Collins, who, uh, you know, I think has a lot of potential and, and was certainly a very exciting pickup for LSU last uh, last recruiting cycle. Um, you know, he, he's 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 somebody that you can tell is really bought in as well, because you know he's one of the guys that LSU really likes to to bring out when they have their big recruiting visits. He's somebody that's kind of front and center, uh, you know, very likable, very approachable with a lot of these recruits. And uh, you can tell that he's making some really great strides within the program. Uh, with his communication, with his um, with his development as well, so um, that's kind of the next step for this group. Um, you know, developing guys like Nussmeyer into those kinds of talents, those Heisman worthy, or at least uh, guys that can get you into more successful seasons. You know, guys that can help you win championships, um, and that's you know that's going to be part of the pitch here to guys like Bryce Underwood and guys in the future that you're going to be talking to. Uh, about joining the program at the quarterback position. So, you know, all that, uh, you know, really you know, it kind of summed to sum up, you know, Jaden was asked, you know, uh, about this exact question yesterday after the ceremony. And he, he said, well, why not LSU? You know, we've, we've had two guys now come through here uh, and do it at a very high level. That's no longer a, you know, uh, a one hit wonder like you had with Burrow that, you, that, that some people could have made that case, you know, a couple of years ago. It, it's a trend now. And I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you have that trend and you kind of try to recruit towards it. And, uh, you know, keeping obviously guys like Joe Sloan and Mike Denbrock and all these guys together on the coaching staff side of things, uh, that'll only really help you in your recruiting as well. But, um, certainly having guys like Jaden and guys like Joe Burrow that you can really kind of show other people that, Hey, this is, this is what can happen when you come here and, and, and you put in the time and the effort and the, uh, and, and kind of buy into our process here, you can, you can have similar success. And I think that's kind of what last night proved. And, and, uh, and just, it was, it was a really good day, I think for the program as a whole is you kind of look forward to the, the quarterback position and, and what it could look like moving forward. Uh, obviously, you talk about next season. We we mentioned the pitch to Bryce Underwood. I think something too, like even though he didn't win it, Mike Denbrock being one of the finalists uh, for the the Royals Award. I mean that helps. Joe Sloan, as as Sonny Ship has pointed out and talked about, Joe Sloan's going to be a candidate for OC jobs across the country. You know, and they're going to look at that. All of that is something that's good. Yes, you know, you never want to lose key pieces like that. But it one, it tells you that you're doing things the right way when other highly touted teams. Uh, covet your staff or covet what you have going yeah. on in that system. And, and like you mentioned, Sherman Wilson, uh, I know that guy, he, he's a boot guy. He, he, he's a Louisiana guy, but the, what he's being able to do some point, somewhere, some school's going to say, is there any way we can get him to leave LSU for maybe a higher position there? And so it shows that in year three, yes, I will say this nine and three, uh, in the grand scheme of things, and I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, Glenn, as we wrap it up here, nine and three in the grand scheme of things is a positive step within the scope of this season. It definitely hurts because you felt like, I mean, you had a Heisman Trophy winner. You don't want to go nine and three with a Heisman Trophy winner. But man, it, it really does feel like they're trending in the right direction, not only in the quarterback department, but offensively. And I, I'm excited because for LSU fans, you know, as we get into the offseason, we'll call it, if there really is such a thing in college football anymore. There's a lot of position battles. I think a lot of storylines to watch. Wide receiver is going to be one that's really, really fun to watch. Yeah. Who steps up? Uh, you know, the development of Garrett Nussmeyer, you know, for, for the first time, at least for me, 
uh, you know, you really get to see this guy with here's the reins. All right. You know, this is your job to lose, uh, especially as they get into spring ball. I'm excited personally to watch what this looks like and can they carry over. Uh, now, look, I'm not saying that we should expect Garrett Nussmeyer to win the Heisman, but I think also too, none of us expected to sit here a year ago and say, I think, Jay, you know, talk about Jane Daniels winning the Heisman trophy. So anything can happen. Like you said, if that yeah. work is put in. Yeah. And then these next 15 practices are going to be really important for Garrett too. I mean, just in terms of, yeah, Jaden hadn't officially made a decision yet. I personally, this is just my educated guess, would be surprised if Jaden ends up playing in the bowl game, um, yeah. which would give somebody like Garrett a lot of you know uh, first team opportunities. Give Ricky Collins some first and second ring, uh, first and second team opportunities. Um, so yeah, I I, I I absolutely agree with what you're saying there. And you know, one other thing that I think I didn't really mention that I thought was you know something that should be noteworthy in that piece that we wrote was. Um, what, and, and you kind of mentioned it here on the outset with guys like Cody Warsham and, and kind of their department that they did a nice job of promoting this campaign for Jaden. This is an opportunity that, you know, you can pitch out on the recruiting trail in terms of, hey, if you come here and you, ex- you succeed um, and you have, you know, the work ethic and all that stuff down to, to compete at a very high level and, and, and produce on the field, those NIL opportunities, those, you know, everyone's, you know, talking about the NIL and, you know, what kind of, you know, LSU's falling behind some other programs in that respect. Mm. And, you know, I think a big pitching point here for LSU is going to be, well, hey, you know, even if we maybe we don't have the deepest pockets, even if we don't think that, you know, that that that's something that will attract, you know, every single elite recruit that we, we target, um, you know, we can still have that you know, kind of on the back of our minds that, you know, this is a place where you can come and you can develop and on the field, your on the field performance will bring those opportunities. I mean, we just saw Jaden sitting next to, you know, the, the Todd Graves, the owner of Raising Canes in New York city. And he, you know, was wearing a walk-ons lapel for his uh, Heisman trophy ceremony last night. I mean, he's, he's definitely embraced that part of, it and he's definitely earned every opportunity he's had since he got here i mean he's had a big power aid commercial he's done a bunch of different yeah. things uh since getting here and since becoming a superstar here um and i think that's just another angle you know to, to this and lsu being able to kind of promote their campaign promote that through him their brand through him um that's something that can extend to other players that, that come here in the future. It's something that will will certainly, you know, I mean, we talked about it after Joe Burrow won. He'd never have to buy another, uh, you know, beer in, in, in Baton Rouge ever again. I think you could certainly make the same case for Jaden Daniels and uh, anybody else in the future that, that has kind of similar success or comes here and, and plays hard and leads this team to success. This is the kind of place where if you have success, people will remember for a very long time uh, and you'll, and and you'll be able to reap the benefits of that for years to come. So I think that's a big part of this as well. uh, When you're talking about bringing in future guys and what that could look like, there was just one other thing that I wanted to to point out. And you mentioned raising canes. Uh, You mentioned the power rate. I mean, having your face on billboards plastered throughout Times square doesn't hurt either last night too. I mean, it's just, I really, and I know that, you know, we're, we're supposed to be covering the team from objective, but I really super kudos to LSU's marketing department. I mean, the way that they have just gone about uh, branding. I mean, you t- that, that kid, Jaden, that was said so many times during the Heisman ceremony last night. I mean, these monikers, and I, and I think too, Glenn, and, you know, maybe we dive into this in an article or talk with Sonny about this on a podcast one day as we wrap it up here. 
it's not LSU doesn't seem like a place where up front where other schools are like, hey, here's the money that you're going to make. But now LSU says, here's the opportunity. Yeah. Like here's the payoff. You know, and, and I think that does mean for you know a lot of kids, a kids with the mentality like Jaden of a competitor. Uh, you know, it's it's I think that's something that as as NIL, which I do believe is going to have to be reined in somewhat, I think LSU is positioning themselves, say, hey, look. It's not going to be upfront dollar amounts. We're not, you know, in free agency per se. You kind of have to be, but the opportunity uh, that you have to come here and and see some of the opportunities that a guy like Daniels has had, a guy like Malik Neighbors has had, uh, you know, so many other players. Uh, it, it does have them positioned. And, and personally, for me, you know, if I was an LSU fan, if I'm an LSU fan listening to this today, I feel pretty confident about you know where LSU's heading in in all of the general direction, football program, yeah. branding, and nil opportunities. Yeah, that's an important piece of all of this. And I, I agree absolutely that, you know, eventually there's going to be some kind of legislation on this and there's not going to be any free agency. Now, whether that's in three years, five years, 10 years, that's a conversation for another day. Um, but um, I, I do think that the way that LSU's approached this is probably the way that you could see it going in the future, like and yeah. as like kind of the foundation of where, you know, you, you can go out there and you can say, hey, there are these opportunities for you if you come here, but we're not going to promise you everything just to get you here. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. you, you got to come in here, you got to work hard and you've got to earn your spot, earn your playing time, produce on the field and everything else take care of itself. And you'll be able to take care of you. You'll be able to take care of your family um, and, and whatever else, you, you know, is, is kind of comes with that. So, yeah, I think that's a very good point and, and something that uh, LSU, I think, is certainly um, recruiting to when they make uh, when they when they you know target these guys, no empty no empty promises. It kind right. of feels like with yeah. LSU. I think that's gonna be something very interesting. But hey, Heisman Trophy Sunday, we'll call it. And look, we still have great more content coming up because while that's going on, uh, Sonny alluded to it in his VIP piece, which makes sure you go get a go twenty four seven subscription, fifty percent off. Take advantage of that. You can sign up uh, if you're listening or watching us. We're gonna have a link down in the bio that's gonna take directly to that page so that you can sign up. Um, the, the staff's been spread thin. Recruiting, transfer portal, Heisman Trophy ceremony, Louisiana State Championships this past weekend. Shout out Ahmad Burrow and Rustin for getting a big title um, over uh, two future Tigers, Ahmad Burrow and uh, Tradez Green. Just battled it out down there in New Orleans. And I know, Glenn, that uh, you would you would probably better competition than what the Saints are putting on display here on a Sunday. It's okay. The NFC South as a whole. I know I got the helmet in the background. It's just it's unwatchable. We don't, we don't want to watch it. Don't get me started on the Saints, man. I'm in a good mood. <laughs> That's we good. got a Harlan That's Berry good. commitment coming next week too, guys. Uh, late yes. next week, and I'm sure we'll we'll be in town for that. And he's he lives literally, or his school is literally like five ten minutes from where I grew up. So we'll we'll make sure to get down there and cover all that stuff as well. So we'll 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 be on top of all of it. Yes, yes, it's uh, it's a it's a big time of the year. December, you know, you think football season's crazy. December is absolutely nuts. Uh, and hey, on top of that, we have a bowl game. Bowl practice starts this week, so look out for coverage of that. And I believe we're going to be able to uh, attend practice at some point this week too, which is going to be great to get some insight on, you know, who's playing where and what young names to kind of watch out for. Always exciting because you, while you might not find it exciting right now. This time last year, you were because certain names were kind of uh, using them th that platform. Uh, Malik Neighbors last year used that platform to really catapult into a Bolitnikov-worthy season. We'll just end the conversation right there. Maybe though. you can get a record-breaking season or a record-breaking final game in here coming up. I will say this, Glenn, as we wrap it up. If Jaden doesn't want to play in the game, okay, understood. You've earned the right not to play. One drive 
Jaden to Malik to hook up for the record breaker, and then let's get a timeout, call him off the field, and let the LSU fans down there in Tampa uh, give him a standing ovation. That's what I would like to see at least. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah I, would, I, would, I wouldn't I would. complain about that. Now, uh, we'll see if it happens, but, you know. I, we can all – it's wishful thinking. We can all hope and dream, yeah. I guess. But, hey, hey, check us out. Go 24-7. Like I said, the website, 50% off deal. Take advantage right now. we got the Harlem Berry commitment coming up. And remember, that 50% off deal will carry you through the Bryce Underwood decision, tentatively still scheduled for January, that you really need to be a part of. Uh, and, and, man, it's, it's going to be a ton of fun to cover that as well. Bryce Coon alongside Glenn West. Check us out on YouTube. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate you tuning in, and we will catch you next time here on the Go 24. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever, and this time it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.